KYW Original Podcasts. Our top story at 331. Philadelphia's $29 million purchase of new voting machines is now under reconsideration. After Good news for the control. Boulevard northbound. The crash at Wissahickon Avenue has been cleared. 347 protests in Hong Kong have shifted from the airport back to the streets as there are paralyzed airport operations. Hundreds of flights were canceled. Recession fears send the major averages plummeting. Dow's down 766 points, 3%. KYW News Time, 4 o'clock. Scattered showers and maybe even a rumble of thunder around this evening at 4 25. It's time for money news on Kibbutz. Pulled the rug out from under the stock market. Each of the it does look a little bit cloudy outside our door again. It's 4 30. Preseason road game against Jacksonville. It's a 7 o'clock kickoff tomorrow night down in Florida, Michelle. Thanks so much, Matt. It's 4 39. This just in to KYW News Radio. Philadelphia police officer has been heard joining us live. KYW crime and justice reporter Kristen Johansson. Michelle, we don't know much right now, but what we are hearing on the radio is that an officer may have been shot. We do know that a police officer has been injured. This happened possibly near 16th and Erie in North Philadelphia. It's all happening right now. Gunshots were still being heard on the radio as we were uh, confirming this information, but we do know a police officer is injured and authorities are on the way as well as a a fellow reporter right now. There are cops right now, everybody uh, trying to take cover, duck um, behind cars. There looks like there's actually two other police officers right now who are trying to carry or help another officer that may be injured to safety. Uh, this is we're watching this live right now. This is going on. They have him now in the back of a cop car, and it looks like another one maybe. There are multiple police officers right now that are ducking for cover in this area. I am getting text messages that a police officer has been shot. We haven't gotten that confirmed from authorities, but uh, sources say that may be going on. And it looks like we may have just watched it live on uh, CBS3's Chopper. There are probably at least four dozen police officers. They are ducking behind civilian cars, behind cop cars with bullets flying. It looks like they're trying to possibly fire back. If you are near Broad and Erie, get away from that neighborhood. Don't try and drive through North Philadelphia right now because this is an active scene. And Chris, also advice to people who live in that area, hunker down in your home, I assume. Uh, stay away from the windows, get down on the floor, don't go anywhere near the windows right now. It looks like one person may be in custody, looks like he may be trying to uh, fight police here on the street as we're watching live right now. We don't know if he is the suspect or not though, uh, but there is somebody in handcuffs in the back of a police car does seem the chats are still being fired. Looks like this is all coming from in the direction of one house. Uh, and this has just happened probably within the last 25 minutes or so. If you are near 16th and Erie, Broad and Erie Street, get out of that neighborhood. Get out of the, the way. One of the police officers has gone to the hospital. We're trying to confirm whether or not I have all my phones out right now trying to confirm this information. Five o'clock here on KYW. Our special coverage continues as police swarm Tioga as at least 
One officer is injured in what appears to be or have been a gunfight there in North Philadelphia. It is a terrifyingly tense situation. Police really have swarmed uh, that area. Let's uh, check in live with our crime and justice reporter, Kristen Johansson. So, Ian, I actually uh, have a source who has just said to me that they are hearing that three police officers were shot, but that all of those police officers are in stable condition. Possibly one person or one officer was shot in the hand another one in the leg. This shooting is still going on right now. Still, there are still shots being fired actively. Anybody that may be in that area, get out. As far as we uh, have learned now, three officers have been shot. Uh, it, this uh, unfolded around 4.30 this afternoon, North 15th Street there in Nicetown, Tioga. I have never seen so many police cars descend on an area. There must be 50, 60 police cars. Uh, TV helicopters have been told to back off. Our Justin Udo is uh, at the scene or near the scene. We're, we're here just about a, less than a half a block away from where it looks like uh, everything is everything is taking place. But view. And so tell me what did... We had the view. This is something that you see on television, but it is in your own neighborhood. You said it was about half an hour ago. Right, right. Pow, 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 pow. I see all the cops. I see a lot of cop cars coming down. They said like three cops got hit. This is the assault of your neighborhood. Now, what if children had been in that area? Because that's a play lot there. Have you ever seen anything like this in this neighborhood? No. No, nothing. In the the, the 80s, it was something like that over here at area in Carlisle, where they had police like that. Uh, We are also uh, monitoring uh, the situation at Temple Hospital, where where the uh, officers uh, have been taken. KYW's Mike Doherty, who is um, en route to Temple University Hospital. Mike, what do you know? Yeah, you know, I'm at, uh, I'm actually in the subway tunnel here at Erie Avenue, the Broad Street line. Uh, they're not letting us out of the subway tunnel. Police are blocking all the exits. Uh, people can't get out any at any exit here at Erie Avenue. They're sell, they're telling us we are not allowed to leave. All the gates are locked, and if you manage to find an unlocked gate, there will be police officers upstairs screaming at you to get back down. Uh, We have gotten preliminary but not verified reports that officers were in that home uh, as uh, as well as uh, some kind of uh, suspect, some uh, person with a gun, but we don't know what's going on in there. Let's uh, head over to KOW's Pat Loeb, our City Hall Bureau Chief. Uh, She's been speaking with some city officials about this. Pat? Yes, City Hall is transfixed by this, as you can imagine. The mayor left for Temple Hospital just a few minutes ago. Uh, His staff says that they've been told all of the officers are conscious and talking. And so uh, that's good news from a very terrible end, um, as the mayor's office is still very active situation in. One of the the television uh, helicopter shots they had was uh, a bullet being fired out a window, ricocheting off the sidewalk, missing one of the police officers by by inches, if not centimeters. Right. The police officer uh, crouching very close uh, to uh, to a private car on the other side of the block. Kristen, we we don't know what the initial 
call was for. Do we? Well, why? Why the police uh, initially responded to this? To this? To this house? There are things we've heard on the radio. We did hear on the radio is that this may have been uh, a warrant that was being served to the house, but we don't know that confirmed just yet. It's 5.30 and you're listening to live continuous coverage on KYW News Radio. KYW's Mike Bernardo, who's at the scene at Temple University Hospital where the officers were taken. Mike? Uh, I can tell you that uh, uh, there is a, a small crowd of uh, uh, police brass right outside the uh, emergency room entrance to uh, Temple. Right, we're going to go uh, live to the there. scene now and join KYW's Justin Udo. We just heard gunshots go off and then we saw some police run, uh, run it looks like a a little bit away from everything. Police have pushed us back further. Uh, the, the buses, of course, in the area are being rerouted. Again, the subway trains are bypassing the Erie Avenue stop. The station is closed, and there are passengers stuck down there. Yeah, Michelle, just getting word now that a fourth, at least a fourth police officer has been shot. Uh, we're hearing that this may have been just a graze wound. I talked to one young boy who said him and his buddies were sitting in the house, and that's when uh, they were taken by surprise. So we just heard like gun- we heard like pistols going off while we were sitting in the house, just chilling, and we heard pistols going off. And so we came outside. One of the cops ran past, and he had a bullet in his head. And uh, he had a bullet in his head. He was bleeding out his head. I've heard from some neighbors that they heard 30 to 40 shots go off. And from other neighbors, they heard at least 100. Temple University Hospital, my colleague, Mike Doherty. There are dozens, maybe hundreds of police cars, police officers walking up and down the streets. Some of them look uh, a little tired as if they've been involved in some some things. And uh, this is just a very... A very different setting than I've ever experienced in my years of reporting. Um, Michelle, we'll bring back any information we get as soon as we get it. Breaking news on KYW News Radio. Back to the newsroom. Michelle, we're now getting five police officers have been shot at this point. We're hearing that they are all okay and in stable condition. We do know that two of the officers went to Einstein, two went to Temple. That's where the mayor and the district attorney are. Not sure exactly where that fifth officer may have been. This is still an active situation that's been going on now more than an hour that this has been going on. Mike Donardo at Temple University Hospital. Mike, give an update. I do, Michelle. Uh, FOP President John McNesby uh, came out a moment ago uh, and, and said six officers had been shot. And he asked TV crews assembled here tell their desks to get the helicopters out of the air because the shooter or shooters were watching the positions of the police officers on the TV set. Every few minutes, uh, we see a, a marked uh, police cruiser speed in, uh, presumably with uh, uh, the, the relative of uh, one of the officers uh, who was injured. You know, Mike, it's the worst fear of any first responder family, a situation like this. It certainly is. And you see uh, the embraces of uh, officers uh, uh, as uh, the family members are, 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 are arriving and, and rushing into the emergency rooms to, to check on their loved ones. But as you mentioned, the, the, the police department uh, uh, is a family. And uh, when one of them is hurt. Uh, they're all hurt. Uh, and uh, right now, the, the police department is hurting even while this uh, active scene is still going on. Six o'clock, 15th Street and Erie Avenue. That's where a guy has been shooting at cops. And just a minute ago, uh, Eric Grip, the um, person who runs the Philadelphia police social media account, says suspect is still firing. Stay out of the area. That's what he tweeted uh, just a moment ago. Yeah. 
Ian, I just heard gunshots literally uh, 30 seconds before I went on air here. More than uh, 10 to 15 shots. People have described uh, things that you see on uh, TV and in movies where officers visibly bleeding have been rushed by, uh, by their brothers and sisters speeding off toward the hospital. Philadelphia police just now confirming that the uh, initial incident uh, around 4.30 was uh, a search warrant served at the location. Six police officers have been shot, but they are uh, they have non-life-threatening injuries. They're expected to be okay. 20 minutes or so ago, he tweeted the suspect was still firing, and of course our Justin Udo, along with uh, some uh, neighbors of that area, they heard the gunshots, and they've been hearing these gunshots since 4.30 this afternoon. It's 622, and let's check in. It's 630. KYW News Time 647. If you're just joining us at this point, we believe there is one gunman still inside that home. I just talked to Brittany, who was in her house whenever she But then as I realized, no, these gunshots, they were pretty frequent. They were coming back to back. It kind of like would remind you of a semi-automated. It was just going off nonstop. Right, Justin, it's been two and a half hours now, and it doesn't look like there's any end in sight. Kim, uh, we can tell you that City Council President Daryl Clark uh, and uh, Councilwoman Cindy Bass have just arrived The uh, district here attorney, at the, no the U.S. Mayor. attorney, the FOP president, the mayor, and several city council people all at Temple University Hospital. Police Commissioner Richard Ross, he is on the scene of the shooting. The mayor has been back and forth to Temple and Einstein to see the injured police officers. ATF, FBI, Everybody is on scene, and uh, we've also uh, just learned that President Trump and Attorney General Bill Barr have been briefed on the shooting. They're monitoring uh, the situation uh, from the White House or from uh, North Jersey is where uh, President Trump is this week. It is now 7 o'clock. This situation has been going on for two and a half hours now. My math is correct. Just seconds ago, Sergeant Grip tweeting this. Officers are attempting to communicate with the shooter. They are imploring him to surrender and avoid further injuries. We did see on one of the television cameras a woman being brought to the scene. She looked incredibly distraught. We don't know if maybe she uh, is a relative of some sort of the shooter, but looked like she was being escorted that way. 732. Let's head back up to Nice Town and check in with uh, KYW's Justin Udo. Justin? As soon as you let me go from my last conversation with you, um, we there was one one gunshot. Um, we waited about ten seconds, then about ten to twelve more gunshots went off. This is very scary. Like you never know. Like any given moment, something can happen. You could walk out, could walk outside, and caught in a crossfire. Whoever's in this house is 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 heavily stacked with ammunition, and it. From what we can hear, um, there's no signs of them wanting to, to to give up right now. Our news gathering partner, CBS3 uh, Eyewitness News, uh, is reporting that four women were escorted uh, from that scene. They told uh, Channel 3 that police officers saved them. They were inside that home uh, where this gunman uh, is, uh, is holed up uh, on the second floor at the time that uh, this shootout started at around 4.30. So four women uh, telling CBS3 that uh, cops saved them, even as those officers were getting fired on as well. I, I think I thank God for these cops. They're good people. Don't say nothing bad about them. They kept us safe the whole time. Uh, I'm Ian Bush with Kim Glovis. It's uh, 7.51. Now here's what we heard on the police scanners as this situation unfolded this afternoon. Car stand by, car stand by, 3700 North 50th Street, shots fired at police. 
Let's go live now to a news conference. Um, Commissioner Richard Ross. We were at that scene because at around 4.30 today, uh, officers were serving a narcotics warrant. They had already entered the premises uh, and got towards the rear in the kitchen area uh, when gunfire erupted. The shooter fired multiple rounds. Officers returned fire, many of whom who had to escape through windows and doors to get uh, from a barrage of bullets. Um, right now, we can tell you that there are six police officers who were struck by gunfire. Thankfully, uh, all of them are in stable condition. They were struck uh, throughout their body. Uh, one officer sustained a gunshot wound, a uh, graze wound to his head. Thankfully, that was all that was. Got an officer shot in the arms, got officers shot in various parts of their body, but fortunately, everybody's going to be okay. Um, he continues to fire rounds out of the window. We are trying to talk to this male, um, trying to let him know that he can end this peacefully now. We've called him multiple times. He has picked up the phone a couple times, but he has not answered. So we've been trying to work with a family member, um, but right now we have not been successful. Right now I have to get back over because the critical thing to, to tell you that I did not tell you is I have you know, some situations where I'm worried about potential hostage situations, so we've got to get that resolved, all right? Commissioner, can you tell us the, 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 how the two officers who are inside, are they doing? Um, we believe they're okay. We, we believe uh, that this male um, is in a certain part of the building. I won't tell you where they are, where he is right now, so that I don't endanger uh, the officers uh, on the scene in any way. Even when I was on scene, he fired multiple rounds, um, many of which that struck the SWAT truck and uh, buildings across the street. There were people who were taken into custody initially, okay, um, and there may be even someone in custody inside. But right now, what we know is um, this male is holed up inside. We do know he's still alive. There's no question about that because of the shots that keep ringing out. We're doing everything within our power to get him to come out. All right. This is Mayor to Kenny. Speak to the six officers. They're all in good spirits, and obviously it was a very traumatic experience for them. Um, I was talking to one of the officers who had the graze wound to the head, and he had two little boys that looked like they were nine or ten years old, eight or nine years old, and kept on thinking about how their lives would have changed just with a little bit more difference in space. We're thankful, um, a little angry uh, about. Have someone having all that weaponry and, and all that all that firepower, but we'll get to that another day. Uh, it's all about the officers and their families right now, and uh, God bless them and God God save them all. Thank you. 
We have learned some news, uh, apart from the fact that uh, six officers were struck. There are two officers inside the home where this shooter is. The commissioner uh, says he believes that uh, they are okay. 807, good evening. I'm Frank Trainer, along with KYW's Ian Bush. And nearly four hours now, Frank, tonight. this uh, standoff has been going on. KYW's Terry Gregg joining me now in the studio. Frank, I spoke with Whitney Thomas. The back of his home is adjacent to the house that is currently under siege. As I'm seeing it on the news, I'm hearing it in real life. And, like, if you look out the window, you can see the cars on 15th Street that have been shot, windows busted. He said he heard five or so rounds of 15 to 20 shots over the course of several hours. And in the past couple of hours, police have been talking on the loudspeaker, trying to communicate with the shooter. And here's what he's heard. Saying something about his family being safe and they want him to surrender peacefully and they won't shoot him. He just told me that someone broke his ring motion light in order to keep the backyard dark as they continue to try to negotiate with this shooter. He, of course, just wants a peaceful resolution to this, like so many others, Frank. Well, Frank, I mean, it's uh, the sun's went down. It's dark now, but uh, everything pretty much looks the same as it did when I got here. Now we're into the fourth hour of this. And Frank, a four plus hour long standoff outside the Temple Hospital. There is still a very heavy police presence. Officers are still there. They are trying to get this suspect to surrender. Responding. So all of these efforts at communication are basically falling on deaf ears. The skies right now are starting to open up as well, so it's it's becoming a wet and rainy scene here in this uh, nice town section of the city. Hey, KWW News Time 910. The governor has put out a statement saying that they their thoughts and prayers obviously. Five hours now. We're approaching five hours at 930. We are still working to confirm some new information. Hey, KWW News Time 934. Kim, we have just confirmed that uh, the all the two police officers who we heard were inside, still trapped in that house with the shooter, have been safely evacuated by the Philadelphia Police Department SWAT officers. We do know that the suspect is still armed and inside the house. They are out. They are okay at this point. Uh, and we are working to get much more information. Kim? KYW News Time 953. We are going to go live to another briefing by Police Commissioner Richard Ross um, about what has happened uh, just in the, the, the last uh, half hour. SWAT was able to successfully extract uh, the two police officers that were trapped upstairs as well as uh, three prisoners. And they were all taken out safely. They were so adept um, at doing that. Um, they've got a skill set that they were able to utilize uh, tonight, and they were able to use stealth to do it, in large part without him being aware. This male is still holed up uh, inside here. We're talking to him for one of the first times, basically no more than 30 or 40 minutes ago, um, making a little bit of progress, um, but we do know that he's, he's still alive. Right now, we have gone from a uh, hostage situation to a barricade. We are very, very lucky um, with six police officers shot in one incident. Um, It is nothing short of astounding that in such a confined space that we didn't have more of a tragedy than we did. Um, I had the opportunity over the last number of hours to listen to the transmissions on the radio and I can tell you our police officers are not only talented but brave. 
Uh, that was that was an amazing, intense a number of hours going back and forth, listening to gunshots over the radio, uh, listening to officers whispering upstairs because they didn't want the shooter to know where they were located. But our officers need help. They need help. They need help with gun control. They need help with keeping these weapons out of these people's hands. This government, uh, both on the federal and state level, don't want to do anything about getting these guns off the streets and getting them out of the hands of criminals. This guy is clearly a criminal. He, was, he is a criminal, and he was able to get these weapons. And a large magazine, a large amount of, of bullets. Our officers deserve to be protected, and they don't deserve to be shot at uh, by a guy for hours uh, with an unlimited supply of weapons and an unlimited supply of bullets. So it's disgusting, and we got to do something about it, and um, we, we need to do something about it quickly. Hey, listen, somebody upstairs, somebody upstairs was watching over these cops today. Six John cops McNesby. all shot, and they're all released and going home to their families. There could very well be three coffins leaving here and three leaving from Einstein. We need cooperation. We need backing, especially in certain offices in the city. Thank you. Thank you. KYW News Time, 10.02. You're listening to KYW, KYW HD, and WIPFM HD2, Philadelphia. It's Thursday, August the 15th, 2019. Good morning. I'm Frank Trainer, and our top story this morning at 12.01. On the scene since the shots rang out Wednesday around 4.30 in the afternoon, KYW's Justin Udo, who joins us live now. Justin. And Frank, uh, there, there is still some movement here at the scene, even though uh, neighbors, uh, many neighbors have went inside. Uh, police are out here, and they're keeping a presence as we uh, wait for what, uh, what is left to develop. Now we go to KYW's crime and justice reporter, Kristen Johansson. Frank, we just got word that the suspect is in custody. They say that SWAT is still clearing that house. This has been going on now nearly eight hours, but they say that the shooter is in custody. And it looks like this ordeal may be over, but Frank. I just talked to a few neighbors that were walking away that were breathing a sigh of relief saying they finally got him. They got him. The suspect is 36-year-old Maurice Hill. He has a lengthy criminal history going back to 2001. We had six police officers shot throughout the body, all going home tonight, all in stable condition, going to be okay. One officer remains at Einstein Hospital uh, involved in some sort of car crash related to this. At this point, expected to be okay. KYW's Justin Nudo. He's just back from the scene. He joins us live now from the newsroom. It was, uh, Justin. It was it was a long one, to say the least. It was a range of emotions coming from a lot of the neighbors, the people that were out here, out there today. Tonight, um, we can say no one died, and even the suspect was taken out uh, in police custody and, and uh, alive. It's 1220. The News Watch continues after this. Good morning, everybody. I'm David. And I'm Carol McKenzie. Our top story at 631. That standoff in North Philadelphia is over. Police Commissioner Richard Ross just gave us an update from police headquarters. That's where KYW's Mike Darty is. And Mike joins us live. Mike, what did the commissioner have to say? Yeah, he says the scene up there at North North Philly is still active. Police have not been able to go through that house at 16th and Erie Avenue because the tear gas they used to flush the gunman out is still in the air. He was right there and he wanted to be on scene to make sure that this came to a peaceful conclusion. And he thanks the officers who helped make it happen. All those folks who were inside trapped, not one of them was injured. Nobody died, including the suspect. I mean, that in and of itself speaks volumes to their dedication, their patience, their 
tenacity and everything else. So I say that, you know, I'm thankful to them. I thank each and every one of them. Mike, he also talked about those two officers who were trapped in there for hours. Yeah, they were trapped inside for hours. They they were SWAT team members and they were upstairs and he didn't want to give away that they were inside the house because he wasn't sure the gunman knew about that. You know, it went from a hostage situation to a barricade situation, which is a, a very different thing from a tactical standpoint for police. So that's when they were able to use the tear gas. Um, so the, the uh, suspect's attorney helped get him out, but the tear gas uh, certainly did as well. KYW's Tim Jimenez talked to Hill's lawyer, joins us live. And I'll tell you what, that lawyer's got quite a story to tell, Tim. Uh, yeah, David, he was uh, watching along like all of us. Uh, and then, uh, you know, hours into this, uh, he got a phone call. We're talking about Shaka Johnson. He got a phone call, 8.30 last night. It was the suspect in this case, Maurice Hill, calling him. Uh, and let me know that he was the person inside the house who needed to be uh, brought out and he wanted to come out safely. Yeah, so Johnson says he got involved in talks with Commissioner Ross, uh, three-way phone calls with Ross and Hill. Uh, Johnson wore a bulletproof vest and says when he got to the scene, he had a bullhorn and started talking to Hill. Uh, Cops would then use tear gas to get Hill to come out of the house, and then that's when he was finally taken down and arrested. So Johnson says Hill got treatment at Temple Hospital and now is in police custody. And what's next, David? Well, arraignment and uh, serious, serious charges here. Attempted murder is what uh, Johnson is expecting for his client uh, or his former client who could potentially be his client once again. He's going to be talking to his family about that.